Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship, and I'm excited to have you join me today as we continue to journey through the New Testament. And today we are in Acts chapter 21. Now, where we left off, we left off seeing that Paul was leaving Ephesus and he had charged the Ephesian leaders, the elders there, to to keep watch over the flock, really to, to make sure that they are aware of the, the threat of... Uh, false teachers from outside of themselves and even false teachers rising up inside of that church. And, and that's something we, every church has to always be uh, diligently guarding the doctrine and the truth of God's word. And, uh, and so Acts 20 ends as Paul is, he is, he has set his sight upon Jerusalem. He is headed to Jerusalem. That is his plan. And, uh, and so what we find as we get into Acts 20 is we see him along his travels, making his way to Jerusalem. And, and we have this interesting moment where there's a, where there's a prophecy that, uh, that Paul, is, that is about Paul, a prophecy uh, spoken to Paul about this journey to Jerusalem. And so let's look at the text. It says, on the next day, verses eight, eight through 15, we departed and came to Caesarea and we entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven and stayed with him. Now, this is one of the seven deacons early on in the book of Acts when these seven deacons were commissioned really to oversee food distribution. And we know Philip, he was the, the one that witnessed to the Ethiopian eunuch. And so this is someone we're familiar with in our story. In verse nine, it says, he had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. While he was staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, well, it's kind of weird, took someone's belt, binds his own hands and feet, but look at what he says. He says, thus says the Holy Spirit, this is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people who are, the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. And Paul answered, what are you doing? Weeping and breaking my heart. Now, let's just time out for a second. You have a prophet who speaks as the spirit has led him to proclaim this is exactly what is going to happen to the owner of this belt. And uh, this is, uh, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be bound He's going to be delivered over to the, the Gentiles. This is to ultimately to Caesar. And, uh, and so all of Paul's friends, they just say, hey, bad idea. Th this is not a good idea. You, you should not go to Jerusalem, Paul. This will not turn out well for your physical well-being. But look at Paul as he begins to respond. He says, what are you doing? Weeping and breaking my heart. He says, for I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, let the will of the Lord be done. After these days, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. This is, uh, this is powerful. This moment where the the... The road forward is clear. Paul has a burden, not only to go to Jerusalem, but, but he has a calling to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, among which Caesar actually is, uh, he's, the, the, he's the Caesar, he's the king, right? And so 
Paul is undeterred from the potential of hardship, from the potential of suffering, from the potential of imprisonment, from the potential of physical harm, and potentially even execution. Listen, those things do not matter to Paul. What matters to Paul is that he fulfills the call that has been placed upon his life. What matters to Paul? That he faithfully shares the gospel with whoever the Lord calls him to. It says if, if the Lord calls me to share the gospel with, with someone who is open to it and wealthy and wants to support me, great. If God calls me to share the gospel with someone who is impoverished and, and in great need, and great. If, if God calls me to share the gospel with those who are antagonistic and rebellious against God and, and unwilling to hear the word of the Lord, great. If God calls me to share the gospel while I am bound by change, chains and facing execution, great. But Paul is willing to share the gospel regardless of the cost. Paul is willing to share the name of the Lord Jesus regardless of, of the, the personal implications it has for himself. I just want us to consider this for a moment. We, we, we say that we want our world to be reached with the gospel. We pray for our world to be reached with the gospel. We, we ask the Father to, to see uh, or to work in the lives of other people so that it would trust in Jesus. But are we willing to pay the price? Are we willing to risk uh, friendships? Are we willing to risk people not including us in social circles? Are we willing to risk our social status? Are we willing to risk our employment? Are we willing to risk our comfort? Many listen to this in 21st century America. We're, we're pretty comfortable here. And, and the gospel needs to go to the ends of the earth. Are we willing to risk and say, yes, I, I will I will get the training. I will go be a missionary wherever God calls, regardless of the cost. Are we willing to say, I'm going to, I'm going to gently, charitably, kindly, but boldly speak about Jesus in my workplace, even if there's resistance to that. I am going to talk about Jesus with my friend group, even though they might not want to hear it. I am going to be one who, like Paul, my primary concern is life is the eternal salvation of those who God puts in my life. Are we willing to be those who faithfully, boldly share the gospel? This is the ancient way for our modern day. This is not just Paul's calling, but this is your calling. This is my calling. If we are in Christ, we, we are called we are called to be those who boldly proclaim the only way of salvation. And so for today, in our ancient way for our modern day, I want you to take a moment after this, after this ends. Take a moment, get a piece of paper, and write out two or three names of people that you believe the Lord might be leading you to share the gospel with. Write down their names. Don't just think their names in your head and be like, okay, yeah, I know those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write them down. Write them down. 
place them somewhere where you'll see it regularly, begin praying for them, and specifically begin asking the Lord to give you opportunities regardless of personal cost. To be one who boldly and lovingly shares the gospel.